From the WXOX Art FM studios in Louisville, Kentucky, this is That Driving Beat. My name's James. And my name is Uwe. And we have two hours to fill with some of our favorite soul, rhythm and blues, and mod tunes. All for dancing, all on vinyl. Stick around.
Thanks for joining us on that driving beat. Uh, we started the show as we always do with our theme song, Willie Mitchell, doing the song called That Driving Beat. That one came out on High Records in 1965. I followed that up with uh, one by Fats Domino from later in his career, after his uh, his big hits, uh, his big rock and roll hits in the 50s. That was from 1967 on the Broadmoor label. You heard Fats Domino doing Work My Way Up Steady. And the last song you heard was Charlie Gracie with Walk With Me Girl out of Philadelphia in 1969 on a small label called Sock and Soul. I like that one. Yeah, we were just talking as that one was wrapping up. I don't, I don't recall he play, hearing that before. I'm Have you played that sure, before? I'm pretty sure I played it before, because it's, but it surprised me how good it was too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I love it. Charlie, Gra- Charlie Gracie. Yeah. All right. Uh, every week we bring records down to our Art FM uh, radio station here in Louisville, Kentucky from our own collections. We, we have addictions that we have to feed with more and more soul and R&B 45s, <laughs> garage rock, uh, some other stuff, some jazz. There's all kinds of things uh, in there, mostly from the 60s. Uh, so that's what we do. We, we bring them down here to the, to the studio and we put together uh, an episode of danceable mod music for you to listen to out there. Um, so if you hear some crackles, 
Usually, we don't play anything that's uh, bad enough to actually, like, jump or skip, but sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might happen. It might Hopefully happen. Hopefully not today. Right. Um, let's get back to it now. This is one by uh, an artist that is, is more known for uh, his later work and his career when he became a, a country music superstar. But in the 60s, he recorded some uh, some real rhythm and blues stuff. Uh some R&B dancers, that kind of thing, uh, upbeat stuff. Uh, this is Ronnie Millsap from 1966 on Scepter, his version of Ain't No Soul Left in These Old Shoes. Thank you. 
break out of the whole six scene. Be on my own. Yeah, no hang-ups. Free. Like breakaway. That's how I'm gonna do it. That's what it's all about. Break away. Yeah. Steve Carmen Big Band featuring Jimmy Radcliffe with Breakaway Part 1 on United Artists from 1968. Before that, from 1969 on the Rojack label, you heard Kim Tolliver, I Gotta Find a Way. Before that, a very interesting record, and not because of this song, because this song is actually quite popular and uh, widely sold and widely heard. Uh, the song is Gloria Taylor's. You got to pay the price. It was written by Al Kent, but uh, this issue is on the Glow With label. came out in 1969. Uh, the record number the, is catalog number one, and that's the only record that ever came out on that label. Now, that label was founded by Gloria Taylor since the Glow. Here, that Gloria. Glow for, for Glow. Gloria. And with her friend Walter Weisenhunt, and that's the With for, so Glow With Records. Out of uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, it was distributed by uh, Shelby Singleton, and of course, who owned the Silver Fox label. Owned a lot of a lot of things. He uh, he produced a lot of records. Yeah, and uh, probably months later, so this that same record came out on the Silver Fox label and took off and became a I want to say pretty much a worldwide hit. Yeah, yeah, my, I've, I have a copy of that on. Uh, on uh, that Silver Fox label, which which was another of Shelby Singleton's uh, labels, he had the SSS International, yep. and uh, he ended up uh, buying Sun Records in around 1970, I think, um, and so owned owned Sun for uh, kind of after after their their real significance uh, significant period was uh, was over, but uh, he owned the the vaults and released a lot of, uh, of yeah. Sun stuff. 
Yeah, but Gloria Taylor uh, wanted to open her own soul uh, record label. And I guess was too successful as a singer. <laughs> yeah, just put her out on on Shelby Singleton's other labels instead. Yep. 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 Um, before Gloria Taylor, we started things out with Ronnie Millsap. In the early part of his career, before he'd really found his niche as a uh, as a mainstream country music star, you heard "Ain't No Soul Left in These Old Shoes." All right. WXS has many fantastic shows, and if you want to listen to more of those, tune in to Donny Del Mondo with Madame B. Donna Del Mondo features DJ Madame B spinning global music by women celebrating musical women of the world. And you can hear that on artxfm.com every Tuesday from, tea, uh, from, tea, from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Louisville and uh, uh, on WXX LP Louisville. 97.1 FM or worldwide on artxfm.com. Don'tcallthepolice.com is a nationwide online directory of lo- local resources available to call as, a, as an alternative to calling the police or 911 when faced with a situation that requires de-escalation or intervention instead of violence or arrest. Don'tcallthepolice.com is focused on presenting resources that provide emergency services targeting specific concerns that often lead folks to call 911. All right, coming up next, one from Detroit from 1971 on the Invictus label. There's Frida Payne, but the world don't owe you a thing.
So since James started this set with Frida Payne and dove deep into the 70s, the only other 70s record I had with me was another Frida Payne record. So there it was. Band <laughs> of Gold, Frida Payne, Evictus from 1970. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't mind bookending that set with Frida Payne there. Those are two great songs. Uh, before Band of Gold, you heard a group called Ecstasy, Passion and Pain and doing What I Wouldn't Give You a... What a weird name for a band. It is, it is. I don't know if, like, I, I, I believe it was a group of three women singing. I don't know if they, like, if those were their state, if they went by ecstasy, passion, and pain, or or, uh, or, or what. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know a lot about that group, uh, but that was I Wouldn't Give You Up. That came out all the way, all the way up in 1974 on Roulette. We don't play a lot from 74 on this particular no, show. No, and we shouldn't. <laughs> you don't, you didn't like that song? I, no, it was I okay. That. It was all right. It, it's just not what, what it's, know, it's not what you like. What I I'm know, really into. Yeah, for all right. for for longtime listeners of that driving beat, you did not see me running out. That's of right. Room. I didn't drive. I didn't drive you out of the out of the studio. Uh, longtime listeners of that driving beat may have may have caught the occasional show that I've done solo. Uh, when Uve's off, uh, off with other responsibilities, and I usually bring in a lot of the '70s stuff then, because because uh, you're not you're not around to complain. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Uh, before that, you heard Kim Weston with "Helpless," timeless classic on Gordy from 1965, and that other "Free to Pain" song got us started. The world don't owe you a thing. 1971 on Invictus. Send us your song requests and love letters for the one who makes you feel like your heart is jumping out of your chest or the doctor who gave you a prescription so it won't. Visit artxfm.com to listen to WXX 97.1 on Valentine's night, Tuesday, February 14th from 7pm to midnight. Alright, and I'd like, I'd like to let you know about a uh, brand new show produced by art fm wxox uh it's called derby city hillbilly highway hosted by billy t and charlie lee grab yourself a sarsaparilla or a libation of your choice and join us for a tawdry hour of throwback honky-tonk music all vinyl classic country western and bluegrass music dust off those boots rhinestone shirts and nudie suits and enjoy some pedal steel guitars stand-up bass horns and occasional yodeling Fusing blues, rock and roll, and country. You can almost smell the sawdust on the floor. That is the Derby City Hillbilly Highway. You can hear that on WXOX 97.1 FM in Louisville or streaming online at artxfm.com on Saturdays from 3 to 4 p.m. All right, coming up next. Uh, well, uh, this one actually was, was kind of inspired by uh, 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 a a DJ uh, gig we did recently. Uh, we do some, some DJ gigs out in the real world, trying to get a dance floor going. You can, you can find out more information uh, if you're interested by looking at our social media, Midnight Hour Sound System, on either Facebook or Instagram. Um, but we've, we've made kind of a decision lately, and this, this, this was kind of, well, it's, it's a discussion we've always had about what kind of music to play when we're, tr when we're in a bar or a venue, trying to get a dance floor going. Because um, we love the obscure stuff. We love the stuff that we're thrilled that we somehow managed to find a copy or maybe in some cases we actually spent the big bucks and, and paid what, what a record's worth instead of finding it in a flea market. Um, so we love to play that stuff, but we understand that 
lot of people don't don't know the, the that music and uh it's hard to dance to something that you've never heard before so we definitely play the obscure stuff here on that driving beat um but, but we've gone back and forth on uh on what we try to do when we're out there DJing in the real world. Uh, but but uh, based on a conversation I heard the other day on a podcast I listened to called Addicted to the Needle, uh, it's a podcast about about collecting soul records. Uh, and they were having a discussion about DJing and, and just about you know play, playing the mainstream stuff, playing the stuff people know to get people comfortable uh, on the dance floor, and then, and then maybe throwing in some of the more obscure favorites of the yeah. DJ as well. Which I totally understand because uh, I remember going to uh, a scooter rally and somebody was uh, Saturday night, this this very, very uh, good DJ was playing all those obscure Northern Soul records and I'm really into that stuff. But it was so obscure that I was standing there and just like... It was stuff we didn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and so I understand when you know you play all this great obscure stuff and... and uh, People just don't recognize it, and you like to move to stuff you recognize. You can sing along, and and that what gets people moving. And uh, you know, as much as we love the obscure stuff, I don't think it's always a good idea. Like you can throw one or two in once in a while. Yeah, you got to give people stuff they but know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, so I've well, been saying that for years. <laughs> yeah, and and we've we've gone back and forth on it, yeah. but uh, we yeah, we. We are we are kind of uh, trying trying to train ourselves to. But uh, we have the radio to show so to obscure. keep playing obscure <laughs> stuff, which is great. Yeah, well, I'm and very so fortunate uh, that way. So that that Frida Payne song you just heard, "Band of Gold," to me that kind of fits in that uh, that that grouping of, of songs that you know, people people who aren't really deep into the rare soul, the the the, the vintage soul record collecting world probably know that song. They've 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 heard that on on mainstream radio or. It's been in TV shows and movies and stuff as well. I think Band of Gold. Uh, so that's that's the kind of thing we're talking about, and uh, that also sets me up for what I'm going to play here. I brought in a few a few of them, the, the more the ones that were bigger hits, I guess, and and that uh, are more known even nowadays uh, today. That I'm going to sprinkle through the show. Uh, but coming up uh, next is one that actually got a got a pretty great reaction on the dance floor uh, the other night when we were DJing. Um, it is by Lee Dorsey. From 1966, I think, on Amy Records. He's working in the coal mine. Working in the coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in the coal mine, about to step down. Working in the coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in the coal mine. So tired. How long can this go on? Daddy working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, whoop, about to step down. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, whoop, about to step down. Cause I make a little money, hauling coal by the dawn. But when Saturday rolls around. I'm too tired for having fun. Too tired for having I'm just working in a coal mine. Going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine. Woo! About to step down. Working in a coal mine. Going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine. Woo! About to step down. 
All right, that was a set of uh, a little more well-known stuff, stuff that was uh, bigger hits back in the 60s than most of what we play here on that driving beat. And we did that just because we were, we, were just, we were just talking about DJing out in the real world, trying to get a dance floor going, maybe of people that aren't steeped in this, uh, in this rare stuff we play on the show uh, the way we are. So we played four things that uh, I think, uh, from, from, from where I said, I think those are songs that the average person uh, would probably recognize, uh, although I've been collecting rare soul records for so long that... <laughs> Some of the things I think are really common. I know. I know it's the same with you. So yeah. you. You're like this. Is, everybody knows this one. I'm like, I don't think that gets played yeah, on like normal oldies radio or anything. So I don't well, know. Yeah. Anyway, you just a Jackie Wilson. Your love keeps lifting me higher and higher on Brunswick from 1967. Before that, uh, a Motown tune on the Gordy sublabel of Motown from 1963. That was Martha and the Vandellas with Heat Wave. Before that, a song from 1964 on Chess Records by Chuck Perry that might not have been well known until probably uh, was it the 80s? Uh, when, when, when did uh, Pulp Fiction come out? Early 90s. Early sometime, 90s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. If you ever watched the movie Pulp Fiction, you're so familiar with this song, and this, yeah. this scene has been shown so many times by itself. Yeah. So that was Chuck Perry with. Uh, 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 you, you never, never can, can tell. tell. Yeah. Well, I was like, you never can tell. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. tell. You never can tell. <laughs> well, and that's that's the reason why some of these songs are so well known, like that Jackie Wilson song. Uh, we've all we've all watched uh, the Ghostbusters uh, walk the Statue of Liberty down uh, down the streets of Manhattan to uh, "Your Love Keep, Keeps Lifting Me Higher and Higher." I think that's the one they used in that in, in Ghostbusters Two, isn't it? I believe. I think that's the one they used. Oh. Uh, and then. Uh, the song I let out with Lee Dorsey, Working in a Coal Mine. I'm sure that's been in movies. I think it was used as a theme song for a sitcom back in the 90s, actually, with uh, the guy from The Wonder Years. Uh, used. I, I remember I remember that being a theme song, Working in a Coal Mine. Uh, yeah, that was Lee Dorsey, Working in a Coal Mine, on Amy from 1968. Got us going. 1966. 1966. I can't read the list, really, from where I'm standing. But we are playing. we are playing all this stuff. From vinyl, but we we have a computerized list I'm looking at here with uh, everything we've played on it, and I can't see it from where I'm standing. The reason we do the list is so you can go on to Art XFM, and uh, actually it will show you the playlist while we're uh, putting it in. Yeah, that's live. right. That's right. Live on the radio. All right. Um, so we've we did our set of more well-known stuff. I'm going to get get back to something really obscure <laughs> now. 1965 on Polo Records. This is Andre Franklin with the Preston Epps Trio. Say yeah. Thanks for listening to That Driving Beat.
WXOXLP, Louisville, Kentucky.
That was smooth, man. Very nice to uh, getting into. Just dropping us back in here. Yeah. yeah. So, welcome to Hour 2 of Dead Driving Beat. My name is Uwe. And I'm James. We are broadcasting from the Art FM WXOX studios in Louisville, Kentucky. And this is your radio dance party here. We play soul, rhythm and blues, sometimes garage rock, generally mod kind of uh, upbeat dancers, mostly from the 60s, all on vinyl here on that driving beat. And sometimes, or mostly, some rare stuff, but not so well-known stuff, I should say. That's what we like to do. We like to get obscure. Yeah. Um, now, the, the, the two you just heard weren't, weren't all that obscure. They were, uh, they were on... Well, one of them was on a fairly big label. The other one was, a, I guess, a large, small label called Max. <laughs> large, small label. <laughs> anyway, let's, 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 tell, let's tell the listeners what they heard. Uh, you heard Gene Chandler with his version of James Brown's There Was a Time on Brunswick from 1968. And personally, uh, I have both versions. I have the James Brown version, too. And uh, any day that Gene Chandler wins, yeah, yeah. any day. Gene, Gene Chandler made that song his own, even to the point where... When James Brown name-checked himself, Gene Chandler <laughs> name-checks Gene, Ch- Gene Chandler in that song. <laughs> yes. Before that, you heard one uh, from Memphis on the, the Gold Wax label out of Memphis from 1966. That was James Carr with Coming Back to Me, Baby. Good but stuff, good up stuff. next, something quite rare. We both own a copy, and uh, we want to play that to make it a little bit more mainstream and hope that people... We'll like it and uh, yeah, we go would we would for it. yeah we we would like the 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 rare soul collector rare soul DJ uh, world to, to know about this song because I don't I don't think it's very well known it's uh, it was by a group called the James Gang now that's not the James Gang with Joe Walsh from the Eagles in it uh, that's a that's a different group so I think that's part of the problem uh, with obscurity of, of of this record is they're they're named for they're named the same as a much more popular group from the similar time. Uh, it's on a record company, just out of Georgia. This this James Gang was out of out of Georgia, I believe, and this is a a, uh, a company called BBC out of Georgia, and it's nothing to do with the British Broadcasting uh, Corporation. It's not that BBC. I don't know when it came out. Probably sixty six, sixty seven, somewhere in there, maybe. Uh, but this is a group called the James Gang with a song called "For a Little of Her Sunshine." This is a, a B side, as far as I can tell. And uh, it's just it's a it's a record. I don't even remember where I f- where I picked up the first copy. It just looked interesting, and I really liked it. And I couldn't find any information about it online, really, or very little information. Uh, there are some other releases by that that group called the James Gang, and, and some information out there. But uh, well, there's another James Gang on BBC that came out in '66. Yeah, this this one would have been around sometime around then. Um, and well, and then uh, after I found the original one, I was, I, was, I kept. I, I kept looking online, uh, and, and I found a, a copy on eBay a little bit later, and I went ahead and snapped that up, too. Uh, and that's the copy Uwe has now, yeah. actually. So <laughs> we each have you. a copy. But yeah, I don't, know, I don't really know how many copies of this are out there or if it's really been noticed. I'm going to stop talking about it now. Here's the James Gang for a little of her sunshine, the flip side to their song Crazy Joe, which sounds uh, completely different. Here's the James Gang.
Just heard the pigeons in the midnight hour. Of course, Wilson Pickett and Stephen Cropper composition. It came out in 1965 on Music Core. And yeah, you know the pigeons probably better as Vanilla Fudge. That was the Vanilla Fudge before we became Vanilla Fudge. They were called the pigeons. Uh, kind of a weird name for, for a rock band. For a rock band, yeah. But I mean, that's 1965, so... And uh, I was lucky enough to meet those guys, and this copy is actually signed. And you have Vince Mar- Martell on the on the lead guitar on this record, and Mark Stein is singing and playing the organ. And they both were gracious enough to sign it for me when I met them one day. 
Yeah, that's when they what, that's when Vanilla Fudge was playing at Abbey Road on the River, uh, the Beatles Festival here in yes, Louisville a few and, years ago, right? And thanks to some of our friends, we have a little bit of uh, we have we have some connections, backstage <laughs> access, and you know, yep. and you bring your records and you have them signed and uh, you know schmooze a little bit. Yeah, that was great. Uh, before the Pigeons, you heard local group. Uh, there was a Louisville group, the Sultans, with a great just sort of mix-up of, of garage rock and sort of hard-driving northern soul kind of, of beat, I think. That was the Sultans with I Know It's True. Came out on Backstage Records in 1966. I have to see if I have to because that's great. It's not one I've ever actually found digging uh, around here. Oh. I, I bought it <laughs> online. <laughs> Probably from England or something. It could be. It could be. I I, I brought it back to Louisville from wherever I bought it from online. I have a guy, and if I tell him this is what I'm looking for, he might find it. He may be able to dig one up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I have a guy, you know, for for local stuff. That's right. Before that, Tammy Lynn, I'm Gonna Run Away From You, that came out on Etco in 1965. And that's a good example of, uh, I, I'm speeding the record actually up a bit, uh, so it has a little bit more of a driving beat, so to say. It's a nice thing about playing on, on vinyl, is we're, uh, we're playing on some, some lovely uh, Techniques 1200 uh, uh, turntables here in the Art FM studio, and we can kind of, we can adjust the speed a little bit uh, of songs. If we want to speed it up a little, slow it down a little. I don't think Tamalyn would love me for that, but uh, <laughs> hey, she's not sitting next to me and slapping That's me on right. the hand, so. <laughs> uh, And We started that set off with uh, an obscure thing by a group called the James Gang. That's not the famous group called the James Gang from the, the I guess, early 70s, uh, when the Joe Walsh James Gang was around. Uh, but that was for A Little of Her Sunshine, came out on BBC Records. Thank you for listening to That Driving Beat, uh, out of the... L- WXYX Studios here in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, if you're interested, uh, there's other programs you can tune in. If you live in Louisville, you can listen to 97.1 FM. And uh, worldwide, you can listen to it live on artxfm.com. For example, Freedom Hour with Nilu Shadi and Shirin. The Freedom Hour is a talk show about the Iranian revolution and culture including Iranian music. And that is streamed live here in WXXLP Louisville on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. And uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a message about uh, our Sweetheart Serenade event. Not really an event. It's only on the radio. But coming up here, um, that uh, something our, our, our station is doing. And this is a, there's a lot of cheese puns in this, I warn you. This is one written by my friend Adrian Cardwell, who hosts Cardwell's Cove on, uh, on WXOX. He was responsible for this cheese pun-laden uh, PSA I'm about to read. <laughs> sure, Valentine's can be cheesy. For this year's Sweetheart Serenade, you can spread your great love with a song request and dedication to your Gouda friends who don't make you feel provolone, or to the one you're meant to brie with. Visit artfm.com and listen to WXOX on Valentine's Day from 7 p.m. to midnight to hear your song. Oh, Adrian. I feel like we need a break. (laughs) (laughs) We need to listen to some of the music. Let's let's do it. That's enough cheese puns for now. Uh, Okay, I'm actually going to play something off an LP now. Oh, no. We play almost entirely 
uh, 45 RPM, 7-inch singles here on the show. But every once in a while, there's something that we want to play, something we want to feature that uh, just never came out on a, on a 45 single. Or, or maybe if it did, we just can't afford it. Um, but I'm holding in my hand here uh, an LP called Louisville in the 60s, the Lost Alan Martin Tapes. This is a little slice of history from the Louisville music scene in the 60s and 70s, actually. It does say Louisville in the 60s, but several things on here were recorded in the early 70s. Um, there, was a, there was a studio here called Alan Martin Studios or Alan Martin Productions or something that recorded a bunch of really amazing stuff uh, through the 60s and early 70s. Garage rock, uh, doo-wop, some soul, some just more sort of straight-ahead rock and roll, psychedelic stuff, all, all kinds of things. And there a lot of it did come out either on 45s, uh, on local labels. Uh, they actually sold some things on to some of the major labels, too. Um, but a lot of it didn't come out. And so there were vaults. There, 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 are, there are just piles and piles and piles of tapes, of recordings, of stuff that they never actually put out. Uh, so that's what this LP it, It's a compilation of, of things that mostly were never released. Uh, these these uh, these tapes survived. Uh, they were saved a few years ago, and people started going through them and finding all this amazing stuff. And there've been there've been some companies, uh, especially Gear Fab, is a is a record label that puts out a lot of lost things like this, a lot of uh, things that never came out or or that never came out and were, were really noticed. Uh, so there was a CD that came out uh, called Louisville in the '60s, the Lost Alan Martin tapes on Gear Fab, several years ago now, um, and then. A couple of years later, a, a Spanish record company called Outsider followed up with an LP with 14 of these songs. I believe two, maybe three of them did come out on a local 45 back in the 60s. Uh, one of them is, is, is relatively common around here, and, and I actually have. Um, the other one is on my want list. Uh, but most of these just never came out at all until that CD just a few years ago. And this is the only way to own them on vinyl is this Louisville in the 60s, the Lost Alan Martin Tapes LP. So I'm going to play a couple of things off of uh, off of this. Um, the first one I'm going to play, it's just crazy. This is a it, it's a cover actually. Uh, I listened to the original. I forget even who the artist is uh, of Rats in My Room, but it was like a novelty song, kind of goofy. Uh, but this is a group called Blues or or maybe the Blues, uh, a, a, a local Louisville group. Recorded this in 1967. It sat on a tape for however many years until it finally came out on a CD just a few years ago, and then it came out on this uh, in this LP. Here's the here's blues or the blues doing rats in my room. I don't know what's wrong with me. I sure am confused. I never gonna get like this again Rats in my room Running all over the floor Rats in my room All up the walls and everything Rats in my room They must be taking care of business Rats in my room Meesters, I hate them to pieces Fly in my eyes, flies in my eyes. They carry germs and stuff, flies in my eyes. 
Give me a baseball bat, I'll swat it out They better cut that out Snakes in my cake Oh, snakes in my cake Snakes in my cake Where the cake come from? Snakes in my cake Cakes and snakes and Snakes in my cake Oh, I'm feeling a little sick Goats in my boat That's it, that's all I got to see A goat in my boat Goats in my boat Now I don't even own a boat Goats in my boat And besides, I can't swim Goats in my boat Go away, boat, go away Take it, rats in my room. It's been a long, long journey.
Rachel Lamont, How Lonely Can One Man Be on Blue Rock from 1965. I don't think I've heard that one before, before either, and that's another one that really, really grabbed me. I, I like I like that one. I think Blue Rock is a subsidiary of Mercury, if I'm It is, correct. yes, yes. Yeah. That is a Mercury sub-label. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Reggie Lamont. Yeah, well, you, you would like it because it's, it's uh, under Williams. Ah, there you go. Did, did he write it or what? He produced it. Produced it, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Andre Williams knew what he was doing in a, in a recording studio. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, that's one I've had for years, and it's not a cheap one. I'm sure I got it for super cheap. Uh, Found it in a flea market somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I've played it before. I know I have played it before, but it might have been years. So I like that... Uh, that the bear James doesn't uh, remember that one. Yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're teaching that, me new stuff. Here. That makes me happy. <laughs> new old stuff. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Before that, you heard one by the Rugbies from Louisville that was recorded in 1966, um, but never came out in the 60s. Didn't come out until the 2000s. First on a compilation CD, and then on this LP that I'm holding, Louisville in the, Louisville in the 60s. The Lost Alan Martin Tapes. That is the only way to own that on vinyl, that song by the Rugbies. Now, uh, the Rugbies had one one uh, pretty big national hit called UI. A uh, good uh, psychedelic garage song uh, came out on the Amazon label, which actually was, a, was a, a Shelby Singleton label. We mentioned Shelby Singleton earlier in the show. He, uh, he, put, out, he put out a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of great records on, on his uh, his record labels um but yeah that was the rugby's unreleased until uh, somebody went digging in the vaults of the alan martin studios um it just shows like this that that little louisville in the 60s album as well as as just you know a lot of some of the 45s that came out of, of that studio and and a few other uh local studios in louisville it really just shows how much how much music was coming out of louisville but hardly any of it actually went, went anywhere nationally uh a lot of these bands were big here, and they just, for whatever reason, they never, never took hold. And I'm, I'm actually wondering if part of the reason was uh, the Alan Martin Studios, which recorded this great music, didn't really have a, I don't think it really had an identity that it could push the way that, like, there was Motown Records, or there was, and that was Detroit, and everybody knew where that came from, and there was Stacks uh, that from Memphis and Checker, uh, sorry, Chess and Checker from, from uh, Chicago. Um, and they used the same labels on everything, even if they had, like, they all had sub-labels, but they, they were pushing the, the, the label itself, whereas uh, the stuff that came out of Alan Martin came out on all these all these these little local labels, like Top Dog, Tilt, Bridges, Jam, Rondo, uh, Boss, the, you know, there's a, there's a lot of them that, that, we, that we dig up frequently around Louisville, but, don't but there forget, wasn't really an, an identity, I think. But don't forget that Louisville is still, was known in the 60s and still today as a music city. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and great, yeah. great names came out of this. Absolutely, city. absolutely. I mean, but Prince there just wasn't the actual industry in the city. No, never really broke no, through the no. way that I think it deserved to. I mean, and, and that you know, I think that uh, that rugby song and everything on this Louisville in the '60s uh, compilation, it, it could have been out there. You know, it could have it could have done something. <laughs> Before that, uh, Mickey Lynn, I've got the blues. What can I do? 
from 1965 on Capitol Records. Another one uh, James seems to like, and I haven't played that before, that's for sure. Mm. Uh, n as much as a, uh, absolutely no relationship with uh, Tamerlane I played earlier, just the same last name. Mm. Uh, yeah, great, fantastic song that was. And we started that set off with uh, blues, or, or the blues. I've, even on this, this Louisville in the 60s uh, compilation LP, It's, they're, they're called blues in some places and not blues in others. But that was their version of Rats in My Room, which is just, just, a, just the, the, the sound of, of, of the singer completely losing his mind. Uh, I especially like the goats in my boat. I don't even own a boat. <laughs> I think it would be a great Halloween song. Oh, absolutely. That's a fun one. Yeah. And yeah, never, never came out until like out of 2015 or something <laughs> when it first came out on CD. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Heat your home safely this winter. If you use a space heater, place it on a non-flammable surface, not on a rug and far away from drapery. Ensure that it's on an auto-shut-off feature and if, if it tips over. Unplug the heater when you go to bed. This message is brought to you by Art FM and the American Red Cross. All right, and I want to let you know about another show produced by WXOX, Art FM called Bases Loaded Radio. Tune in at the tail end of the week for hit after hit from a wide selection of R&B, hip-hop, jazz, and indie music. Host Antonio de America keeps the line moving with a mix of the latest singles, out-of-left-field deep cuts, and everything in between. You can catch that if you're in Louisville on WXOX 97.1 FM, Sundays from 8 p.m. to midnight, or streaming at artxfm.com. This is That Driving Beat, and we've got about 15 minutes left in the show, so we're going to bring you some more, uh, some more great 60s dance tunes. Up next, one by Nina Simone. Um, we don't play a whole lot of Nina Simone on this show just because the sound uh, you know, of most of her recordings, while you know, obviously she's fantastic and everything she recorded is worth listening to, it doesn't have that driving beat, most of it, but this one does. I love this one, and I'm glad I get to play Nina Simone on this radio show. From 1966 on RCA Victor, it bees that way sometime.
That was Claudine Clark standing on tiptoe on TCF from 1964. That label looks quite obscure, but then uh, you look closer and TCF stands for 20th Century Fox. <laughs> so it's really not a uh, major label. It's yeah. a major label, but for some reason they that label designed it. They tried something uh, probably to get like the more like people like us. To, to, yeah, maybe to maybe not to look like it's uh, it yeah, was a major I, label. Yeah. yeah. Before that, you heard one by the great Betty Lavette. Uh, she's still around, still still making music. Uh, but that was from 1965 on Cala. I feel good all over. <laughs> Before that, somebody would try to cash off the mashed potato and the gravy. Yeah, it was a response song to. A song and its response song. (laughs) (laughs) And her name was Candy and she wants dessert. Anyway, Candy Cole, What's for Dessert on Musicor from 1962. And Nina Simone got got that last set started. It bees that way sometime, 1966, on RCA Vector. Well, we're pretty much done. Yeah, we're we're out of time for this episode of That Driving Beat. Thanks for joining us. Uh, If you want to contact us or just follow us on social media you can go to midnight hour sound system on either facebook or instagram uh, we post about the show sometimes we post about records we find we post about things we're things we're doing out there in the real world if we're djing somewhere or just going to a concert that uh, we think people might like to know about or something midnight hour sound system on social media and midnight hour uh, we, we chose that name on purpose because wilson pickett is a barricade in louisville kentucky that's right. That's our little our little and reference and to Wilson our, Pickett. Our, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I've got one by the M3s queued up to take us out. When the party's over on United Artists from 1964, because our party is uh, just about over. Here's the M3s. When your many loves have gone When your new romance has flown Time will come when you're all alone Call me up out there Look for me When the party's Fingers on and on After all is said and done When he's left you all alone Come on back where you belong Call me up, I'll be there Look for me When the party's over If I can't have you for my very own, then nothing, nothing matters at all. I need your love every day. Days are long and the nights I pray. 
that you come on home to me. Don't you know you're my destiny? Call me up. Yeah. <laughs> 